Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. Today is January 6, 2000. Today is February 6, 2015. I'm your host, Charlie Wright, and we have with us here in the studio Nick Scalzel of the Elements Group for the second time. Nick, welcome back. Thank you, Charlie. It's great to be here again. Again, the Elements Group is headquartered in Irvine, California, with three various offices in Southern California. And Nick, again, for our listeners, let's have you give, give us a little of your background and the Elements Group. Well, I'm a financial advisor by way of background, Charlie. I've been in the financial services uh, industry since 1992, I think is when I started. My brother and I have a advisory practice called Claremont Financial Group. And uh, he runs that, and I run the Elements Financial Group, which is a behind-the-scenes asset management firm that runs money and client money for financial advisors. Okay, and you guys are about what size and however you want to define it? I would say we have total assets under administration at the Elements Financial Group of approximately three-quarters of a billion dollars. Okay, and you have about how many employees? What size of an organization? Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen employees. Yes, sir. And you have various services with that. Some are retail to the actual investor and some are wholesale to other advisors, correct? E- exactly. We actually have uh, four business lines uh, at the Elements Financial Group. One is a platform that uh, financial advisors use to uh, invest and trade their clients' uh, accounts. The other business line is designing and building model portfolios for financial advisors. The third business line is we have uh, two exchange-traded funds that you can find at uh, almost all the custodians. And the uh, fourth business line we talked about last time, which is uh, a software called RiskPro that helps advisors pinpoint a client's uh, true risk profile. And today we're talking about one of your ETFs. Yes, sir. So tell us about Yield Pro. Okay. Well, Yield Pro is a strategy that uh, came up as a result of the 2008 financial crisis. So when, you know, but prior to 2008, when investors were seeking a 4 to 6% uh, yield from their portfolios, you know, people that uh, were looking for fixed income and so forth, they could get that through investment grade bonds. Well, after the financial crisis, in an effort to reflate the assets after the crash, the Federal Reserve dropped rates to, you know, next to nothing, about 0%, 0 to a quarter percent Fed funds rate. What that did is it forces investors to go out in risk and take on more risk than they otherwise would be comfortable taking on. So that same investor that was seeking a 4 to 6% yield uh, nowadays has to take a lot of risk to do that. So we designed a portfolio 
that helps them get that 4 to 6% dividend yield, but then hedge away that extra risk that they were forced to take by the Federal Reserve so that they're getting a, a volatility profile in the fund that is actually less than AAA rated government, you know, uh, corporate bonds. So let's start with uh, what does it invest in? Does it invest in bonds? Does it invest in other ETFs, uh, mutual funds, etc.? Well, its first mandate is to find the yield, right? So anything that generates a yield, we start with that. And then, again, we'll get into this later, I imagine, but then we protect the investor by hedging away any risk that comes with that yield. But right now, the portfolio has 17% in high-dividend-producing stocks, uh, 15% in preferred stocks, 49% in bonds, 18% in money market, and then 1% in uh, options that we use to protect the portfolio. So uh, any REITs or mortgage-backed securities oh, sure. in that? Sure. Yes. We have uh, REITs, mortgage-backed securities, MLPs, bank loans. You know, like I said, anything, it's a multi-asset uh, portfolio that's primary target is to deliver a 4 to 6% dividend yield with very low volatility. Okay. But even those types of investments today mostly are not generating 4 to 6%, or at least close to 6%. So how are you able to boost the yield, the natural yield that they have? Well, we're not boosting yields. We do not put leverage in the portfolio at all, Charlie. So right now, we're coming in right about on the low side of that target, right at about 4%. Okay, okay but the target is 4 to 6, but we're not going to take silly risk to get to 6. Okay, and so uh, this is an ETF. Yes. Okay, and what is the ticker? The ticker is YPRO. Okay. For Yield Pro. For Yield Pro. Yes, sir. Okay, and so it's generating closer to 4%. And then tell us about how it's hedged for interest rate protection, uh, for, for principal protection when interest rates rise. Yeah, so the first thing that we do is we look at a security. You know, if we want, let's just take a, a pretty vanilla example of a high yield bond. Okay, if we wanted to buy a high yield bond, the first thing we do is analyze that security to understand its relationship to stocks you know, the beta of the security to the equity portfolio. Then we do the same with the the security to the uh, Barclays Aggregate Bond Index. We want to understand its relationship so that if there is some kind of turbulence or crash in the equity markets, you know, we, we want to understand how much uh, this security would react to that, okay? And then what we will do by understanding how much of that security's price movement is is uh, related to, let's just say, the equity markets, we will then go in and buy a put option for you know pennies on the dollar that hedge away that, that uh, amount of risk as precisely as we can. And you buy those put options on the broader markets, such as uh, on the S&P 500 or on the individual stocks that you own? Well, there's two ways. Mostly on the S&P 500 because we want liquidity in the options and so forth. But there are certain cases where we will do it on it, on the own, on it, the individual security. So uh, we'll, you know, we I'll give you an example. Uh, we bought a stock over the summer that had been uh, beaten down quite a bit, but it had a very attractive eight percent yield. We wanted that. It, we we knew that the, there was going to be a binary outcome on the earnings season. It was either going to go up or 
or essentially out. It was, in, you know, one of those situations. So what we did is we bought the stock. It's called going long the stock. We bought the stock and enjoyed that 8% uh, annualized dividend yield, and then we hedged the position by buying out of the money put options, so that if we were wrong, you know we would have that protection in place and essentially attempt to isolate the yield for the investor. Which reduced the eight percent that you were receiving, but it still brought you within the goal of four to six percent. Exactly, exactly. Okay. okay, and how is it working so far? Uh, the fund is number one in its Morning Star category of non-traditional bonds in the exchange traded fund universe okay so so tell me first of all uh, we've got to congratulate you here nick because everybody is looking for yield today right. and everybody's going into uh, high uh, high yield okay bonds right okay and they got clobbered the last quarter of last year with when oil Hit, hit the skids. And so everybody was saying, hey, you know, that may not be the place to be here because the principal has gotten clobbered. How did you guys do in the last quarter of last year? Well, we were down, uh, but not down as much as that. You know, we, we, so because of those protection features, Charlie, we were a, a, able to mitigate that damage, and we were probably down around 1% or so. I'd have to look that up to give you the exact number. I will tell you, though, you made a good point a second ago about how high yield, you know, everybody's buying high yield bonds and they, you, they can get clobbered. Well, what many investors might not realize is that high yield bonds have a lot of equity like movement in them, stock like movement in them. Uh, to give you an example, the S&P 500 back in 2008 was down about 37 to 38%. Well, high-yield bonds, unfortunately, were down about 24 to 25 in that same year. So I fear for uh, my, my elder clients that are uh, reliant on a 4 to 6% dividend yield to keep their lights on at home. You know, they're, 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 they've become reliant upon that. Well... If, if they go out and just buy high-yield bonds, and we have, God forbid, another market commensurate with 08, or even just a natural bear market pullback of 20% or more, you know, high-yield bonds uh, have about a 0.40 beta to the equity markets. My investors are the people that I know that are on a fixed income. That really, a, a crash like that would really uh, affect their life. Yeah, no question about it. What many investors in high-yield bonds don't realize is two things occurring today, especially. One of those is that they're, they're priced to perfection right now. Yeah. And so anything, any kind of credit issues and problems in the economy, not in the interest rate market, but in the economy, is going to hit those high-yield bonds, just like they did when the oil prices went down. The second is high-yield bonds are the least impacted by changing interest rates. So many people have chosen high-yield bonds because they don't want to be so impacted by the change in interest rates, but they are the least affected by change of interest rates. Exactly. And it's, and, and it's the credit market that is going to be so difficult. Well, you, and you touched on a good point. So the other option uh, for, for investors that are in the type of financial position to be able to uh, forego that extra yield and stay in high-quality corporates, as an example – they're faced with a lot of interest rate risk. As interest rates go up, the price of the bonds go down and so forth. So interestingly, you've got a, a 4 to 6% yield, let's say, in the high yield market uh, with a ton of equity-like you know, risk in them. Or you've got, you know what, 2 to 
in the in the uh, investment grade bond market uh, with a lot of interest rate risk. Well, what we did is we our portfolios right now have lower volatility than the Barclays Aggregate Bond Index, which is the um, high-rated corporate bond index. So when you look at it, you have volatility in the in the benchmark of 2.68%. Our exchange-traded fund is too flat. Okay. So we're getting that. So it's kind of, you know, the best of both worlds in a sense. We're getting the yield commensurate with high yield, but we're getting less volatility in the portfolio because of those hedging techniques right. than the uh, investment-grade corporate. Well, sounds like you guys uh, have it. Uh, we'll be, well, we need to stop and take a break here, Nick, so give us just a minute. We'll be right back. You're listening to uh, Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. We're talking with Nick Scalzo of the Elements Group, and we'll be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. All right, back to Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. We're sitting here on Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net with Nick Scalzo of the Elements Group talking about their ETF, YPRO, a yield pro, which has a ticker symbol of YPRO. So if I were to summarize this, Nick, I would say, and and you correct me here, I I, I would say that uh, you're looking for yield because who isn't looking for yield today? You're, right. lo- you're looking to create a pro- you've been looking to create a product for yield and so you've created a product designed to generate a four to six percent return with lower volatility or lower risk than the Barclays aggregate uh, benchmark correct or, or corporate bonds that is correct okay and you've been able to do that by getting into the various investments that pay that level of risk you don't use any boosting techniques. No, uh, you, you you don't borrow and you don't uh, use options or anything like that, but you have hedging techniques because a portion of the investments are in equity investments such as preferred stocks and dividend paying stocks. So you use hedging techniques to protect against a downplay of the market, and uh, those hedging techniques protect it or des- are designed to protect it in the event that that happens. You that is exactly correct. We. We want to go out there and maximize the yield while minimizing the risk. And so you won't see us using any leverage techniques, to your point, Charlie. That's not necessarily, I mean, maybe it can be, but uh, it's suitable to uh, people reliant on a fixed income. But we just stay away from using any leverage in our portfolios. When we do use options and we use them frequently, we use them as insurance. 
to protect the portfolio and we're willing to go out and get a high yielding security give up a little piece of that yield to protect it by buying the option okay and again this is a publicly traded mutual fund ypro it's an exchange traded fund that is available at all your major custodians uh individual investors can buy it direct or they can go get it through their financial advisor as, as well Okay, and uh, uh, when did it start? Well, interesting. Uh, we were running it as a model portfolio for financial advisors since 2011, the, the fall of 2011. And then through advisor and investor demand, they wanted this strategy nice and neat bundled up into a single ticker symbol. So we... Uh, turned it into with our partnership with advisor shares out of bethesda maryland we launched it as an exchange traded fund back in march of 2014 so it went from a model to a an exchange traded fund uh, a model of course being a multitude of funds in uh, you know a single strategy but what we did was interesting I got to give credit to the Nasdaq Stock Exchange. They saw how unique this portfolio is, and they invited us back to ring the bell on its launch. So I had never heard of uh, an exchange traded fund or a mutual fund ringing the bell before, but uh, we were able to come out there and uh, celebrate the launch of Yield Pro by ringing the bell in the Nasdaq. Well, congratulations. So, so let me ask you, Nick, a question out of left out of left field here. Certainly. Okay. Uh, I'm sure on on the minds of many of our investors is this question, okay? With all of the mutual funds and all of the money that they have and the smartest people that they employ out of the best graduate schools of Stanford and Wharton and other schools like that and all of the resources they have and all of the computer power, etc., Okay, this, why, have, why have they not come up with this kind of an approach? And little old Elements Group in Irvine, California, with 13 people, has been able to do it. That's a great question. Well, I'll tell you, I can't answer for why they haven't, but I can answer for why we did. So, you know, we are, if you look at our website, we make a claim that we are an unprecedented blend of retail experience and institutional expertise my chief investment officer is one of those guys you just described charlie he is uh prior to joining my firm he was the uh, co-chairman of the investment committee at wilshire associates wilshire associates uh runs something like 70 percent of the pu- consults to 70 percent of the public employee pensions in America. I mean, I think they consult to some ungodly number like $10 trillion. And Josh Emanuel was the co-chairman of their investment committee. He was head of manager research there and head of strategy. So when he joined our firm to help build Elements Group into a, uh, you know, a, a, a powerhouse eventually, uh, what he did was he brought that level of sophistication to our firm. And my job as CEO is to make sure that we explain it properly to uh, end investors and financial advisors and use it where it fits. And I guess you could make the point also that uh, innovation typically comes when you don't have to go through lots of committees and approvals and a big bureaucratic situation. Absolutely. I don't want to speak to why he left Wilshire, but I can tell you that he's extremely 
happy to be with our firm because we are, you know, just just by our size, more nimble. Right. And uh, certainly uh, very creative over here. Right. Um, you know, we talked last week about one of our uh, creative developments, uh, Risk Pro. And it's that type of innovation that you will find in all of our products and services. So tell us, in regards to Yield Pro here, focused on that, uh, Nick, what keeps you awake at night? Well, with regards to Yield Pro, you know, we spend a lot of time thinking about risk. You know, what's the impact of the uh, drop in oil prices to the high-yield segment, as an example? What's going on in Greece right now with their anti-austerity party? And what's that impact on the financial services industry going to be? And so forth and so on. What keeps us awake is the, the risk we don't see. Now, in Yield Pro, what we do to mitigate that, the unknown risk, is those hedging techniques so that we keep our relationships to a collapse in the equity markets hedged away and a rise in interest rates uh, hedged out of the portfolio from the standpoint of, of, of the betas of the portfolio. And if you give me a second, I actually would like to inform you of those statistics. Okay. So on the um, beta, the amount of the um, portfolio, you know, the amount, the, the beta is the amount of the portfolio that can be explained by movement in the in the equity markets, we have a negative 0.01 beta to equities. That's, to the as, that's as uncorrelated as they come, right? Exactly. There, Congratulations. Because, yeah. because 1.0 is full correlation. Yeah. We're negative 0.01. Okay. Right. So zero is zero correlation. Right. There, so. Exactly. Now, we have a beta to the Barclays Aggregate Bond Index of only 0.3. Well, that's excellent for rising interest rates as well. Exactly. Yeah. And then, of course, beta to high yield. This one's probably going to shock you, Charlie. Point zero seven. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and as I said earlier, when you look at the volatility of the Barclays Aggregate Bond Index, it's 2.68%. We're coming in lower than that right. at 2.00. Wow, congratulations. It so it's a like very unique got, strategy. Yeah, it, it sounds like you guys have created a unique strategy and uh, must have been excited to ring the bell there on the NASDAQ. And uh, It was a thrilling uh, thrilling experience for us. Uh, you, you know, when you looked at my parents, you would have thought I won a gold medal in the Olympics. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, tell us, uh, we always like to ask, Nick, what book uh, on investing would you recommend for our listeners here? You know, we... We recommended unexpected returns last time, but now uh, you, your investors should, or your listeners should, pr- read Fooled by Randomness by Nassim Taleb. Have you read it, Charlie? You know, I read his first book, uh, The Black Swan. Right. Okay. Right. Good book. Uh, excellent book. Uh, but, you know, I needed a dictionary with me to read it, so I sure. haven't uh, had the patience to open a second book. But Fooled by Randomness, I'm sure, is the it, same kind of thing. Well, it's, it's, one, it's one the common investor can read. And what it does is, you know, oftentimes the, the books is addressing what investors uh, sometimes mistake skill for luck. Right. They they see that a manager, a money manager made a great return and they think it's it's repeatable. This 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 guy, this money manager has the Midas touch and everything he touches turns to gold. Well, what it talks about is is, you know, fooled by randomness in the name, Uh, you know, and it and it and it talks to them about luck versus skill. 
and and whether or not those things are repeatable and so forth. So, okay, well, remember that. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. That's the first time we've we've had that particular book recommended here. So, a closing comment for our listeners here on Yield Pro, Nick. Yield Pro is for investors that need income, but might have been unwittingly or just you know, unwittingly taking on a lot of extra risk by going after that income. What we have done is removed that extra risk to the best of our ability so that we can give them yields that will keep paying their bills but without the risk associated with the high-yield market. And if, so if a guy's looking for a very low-risk way to get a high yield, we believe Yield Pro is the place for him. And if people her. would like more information, where can they go? So they would go to advisorshares.com. Okay, that's our uh, partner firm on Yield Pro. Advisorshares.com backslash Yield Pro. And that will give them fact sheets, performance, and so forth. To do a little bit more research on uh, the Elements Group as a manager, they would go to tegadvisor.com. T is in Tom, E is in Edward, G is in George, advisor.com. And that should give them everything they need to know, or they can call us at 714-427-5800. Well, Nick, thank you very much. Uh, And again, congratulations. uh, At least so far, you guys have created uh, something uh, very good for investors. And uh, we hope it continues to work well and that... uh, you guys continue to be successful with that. And thank you for joining us here today. Well, I appreciate it, Charlie. I always look forward to coming in here. Thanks for having me. It's been great to have you. And thank you to all of our listeners for listening today. You've been listening to Nick Scalzo of the Elements Group on Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. And we'd like to wish you happy and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security.